Hello storygoers and welcome back to another episode of Tales from the Cartridge, the video game storytelling podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Eric Penrod. And I'm your other co-host, Ryan Bauer. Ryan, I have the Sunday scaries. I don't want to go to work. Yeah. I don't want to do anything. Yeah. I feel very bleh. Yeah. 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 I hear yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? And what have you been playing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. We have a, a, my week is a little bit shorter next week because uh, school districts and they're closed on Friday. Mm-hmm. So my Friday is going to be pretty chill. So it's a bit of a nice. four days of busy, one day of chill. And then the next week, the schools are closed. Which is great. So some nice, so nice. Uh, laid back. I'll still be working for some of those days, but they'll be much easier days. So I'm doing pretty good as we wind down into the end of the year. Um, I've played a whole bunch of stuff. My partner was away in New York City last weekend, like for the whole end of the week. So I just played a bunch of stuff. So I played a Cocoon that I saw that we'll pack, as we'll talk about more. Mm-hmm. Um, showed up at the Game Awards and I played it and really, really loved it. I've been playing some Lego Fortnite, which is just like scratching those old Minecraft itches. Uh, so that's been very fun. Uh, I'm still working my way through. I'm, I'm pretty much done with the God of War Valhalla DLC. Um, and that's... How long do you think it is? Sorry, <sighs> It's going to vary from person to person, I think, and how difficult yeah, you play, true. the difficulty you play on. I play on like the medium, like the normal difficulty. So I had like pretty good luck with a lot of my runs, and I did I did okay. So like probably if you just are going to beat it, maybe three four hours. Well, if you want to like if you want to like fully complete everything, I don't know how long that would take. There's like a bunch of like achievements, like in game achievements, like in in the world achievements that if you do them on runs, you get more like currency that you can spend to upgrade your next run and stuff oh. like that. So if you wanted to get all of those, it would probably take a lot longer. And if you play on like the hardest difficulties, like the and it tells you it's it's super interesting. You don't like launch the game. You don't like go into your old save file. There's like a Valhalla option on the menu, and it takes you to a totally different instance of the game. Oh. So it, it asks you when you launch, like how difficult do you want to play? The more difficult you choose, the more stuff you'll get. You'll get more resources. You'll get more rewards every run. So it kind of it depends on. I would I would say probably go as hard as you feel comfortable. I played on normal, yeah. and it probably took three or four hours to like, beat the the amount of bosses, the end boss, and to reach like the end story stuff. I have some more narrative stuff to finish up, but um, yeah, so I'd say about that. And then lastly, uh, SteamWorld Build came out last weekend. It's it's another game in the SteamWorld series, which is like steampunk robots, western. And it's like a really slim, basic city builder with some tower defense stuff. Uh, it was fun enough. It, it was it was pretty a pretty nice way to spend a, a day, but probably will never go back to it after I like played it for a whole day and beat it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was very fun. And that's, that's all, a whole bunch of things that I was playing last weekend pretty much i haven't played a ton this week but yeah eric how are you what do you want to play i'm blah but i would like to give a pro tip um for those who'd like to drink liquids out of mugs i highly recommend you go to if you have the option Mm. uh, your local pottery place um and buy yourself a nice mug because that's Mm. what my fiance and i did bought ourselves some nice mugs and they make Drinking coffee even more jazzy than they were before. <laughs> yeah. So I highly recommend it. It makes it a lot more fun. Or drink whatever you want to. Tea, maybe soda. I guess soda would work. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. something something cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kombucha. Yeah. That scares me though. Kombucha scares me. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, but as for what I've been playing, I'm playing still playing Fortnite, still rocking. I, I I broke down and I spent the money for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pack oh yeah i saw that that's very cool running through yeah so much fun um 
Yeah, and then I've been playing Mario Wonder with my fiance, and it's been a lot of fun. I really, it's a really cute game. I really like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Very fun. Very like a very much of a twist on a classic game mm-hmm. with the Wonder Flowers and how they change the world and stuff like that. It's very very fun. So I'm having a good time with that. Yeah. So that's about it. Nothing. Nothing too crazy. I want to play Valhalla so bad though. It's very I totally good. Forgot, it's I totally very forgot good. about it. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta play it. And I gotta figure out my next game to play because I just beat all the Spider-Mans. Mm-hmm. And I thought about doing the DLCs. I was like, ah, I don't know. I'm just yeah. not feeling it now. Yeah. I did so much Spider-Man, I just kind of Spider-Man out, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, Valhalla might be yeah. a nice little palate cleanser. Just like, it's just, it's not long, and it's just very, the, the very fun combat of Valhalla with some like cool twists. Um, yeah. Some really cool stuff in there that kind of break the game. Uh, but just for a single run, but it's very fun when you, when you can pull it off. I want to do, yeah, I got to download that. I think that's going to be the palette cleanser between my next transition to either AC Mirage or mm-hmm. Alan Wake 2, mm-hmm. which will probably be Alan Wake 2 based on our next conversation of yeah. the Game Awards, but <laughs> yeah. we'll get to that yeah. in a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, as always, Story Goers, we hope you enjoyed our last episode of our DLC. Uh, we went through the Game Awards and what we thought would win, and we'll actually go over those in a second uh, after our spiel here. But as always, you can email us your thoughts, feelings, and perspectives to talesfromthecartridge at gmail.com. All the E's are threes on our social media pages or by leaving a voicemail or text at 207-494-4334. And I'll read all those in a future episode. You can also answer our poll question below if you're on Spotify. We'll have a poll question and a general question. Go down and answer that if you don't mind, or if you want to, you don't have to. Uh, let us know what your game of the year is. No one's responded yet, and I'm actually very, very curious. So I'd love to hear more more pitches, because I have very hard feelings about what I thought my game of the year was, obviously, if you heard the last episode. But a lot of people have a lot of feelings, so it's a kind of cool to kind of get different perspectives. If you find it in your heart of hearts to donate to our Patreon, that'd be fantastic. We have some exclusive episodes up there, uh, some scripts. We're going to put more scripts soon, and the warm feelings of supporting us on the podcast and of course if you don't mind reading us on apple or spotify or ever you are on that'd be wonderful more people have actually rated us we're 4.8 which is super that's amazing cool. yeah yeah it's very very nice so yeah so that's very very kind thank you to everyone who's who's rated us on whatever platform you are you're on and for writing in it's great it's fantastic uh so yeah actually someone's effort into writing in for us i will pull that up paul oh man okay hold on one second paul sorry paul folioids paul folioids 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 hopefully paul forgive me please forgive (laughs) me paul english is english is my first language and i'm bad at it uh but they wrote great job with little nightmares could you add a kirby story maybe kirby in the forgotten land kirby star allies or even kirby return to dreamland that's something we can definitely try working on so look out for that in the nearby future probably like the first like little bit of 2024 we can try to get that out so we'll see what we can do but yeah super good good uh suggestion never thought about kirby yeah at all for some reason it's a great great idea in the meantime let's get down to the game awards the game awards Eric, between the two of us, Ryan, we did pretty good. We did pretty together. well. We did. We we, <laughs> we covered a gamut. We have we are very similar folks in a lot of ways, but we also have some different mm. tastes, and we were able to cover a wide range of of things. Um, Eric, did you like yeah. sit down and watch the game awards? Were you like, or were I you, did. You did. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. And I wonder if it was the right choice. I always. Yeah. I always kind of like watch it, and I'm like, I get. Su- it's one of those things where like, it's like the excitement for it is almost more fun yeah. than the actual thing. Yeah. And like not to knock the game awards, I guess I'm sure it's very very hard to put that together. Obviously, yeah. and like sometimes I think some game awards are better than other game awards. Like I had really high hopes for some things in this game awards um, that didn't end up happening. Yeah, uh, I really thought there'd be a lot more. I think God of War uh, Valhalla is the most significant thing I saw for me personally. I was very excited for that. Yeah, 
um, as well as Final Fantasy Rebirth. Um, so yeah, I was actually, I I kind of had some wild thoughts. I was I really thought we'd see something. I don't know why. I just felt very very in my heart of hearts. We were something Bloodborne related. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that's such a given. It's, it's about and a t- it hasn't it's, happened. It, that uh, that game. People like a lot of people will say Bloodborne is like the best souls like game that's souls, yeah. I, yeah i'd I actually i'd be really curious eric if you were to go back and try it because it is very i want very to. similar in tone than i think my understanding of this lies of p and that it is like yes. very gothic and dark and i'm wondering if it would be something that you would super enjoy i also like in that same vein have been watching people play co-op elden ring and even though i have no interest in elden ring the fun of going through it co-op seems like it might be very fun if that's something that is yeah. actually doable I don't know if it is or if it's with mods or something, but yeah, I think Bloodborne is a game that people have been wanting for a very long time. I just can't believe Sony I like literally would just print them money. Yeah, like people would would pay seventy dollars for that game to be just even ported to the PS. For sure, like, yeah, updated in like, the same way would, that yeah. Demon Souls was. Uh, yeah, yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah. put Bluepoint on it. Yeah, remake. Just do a remaster, or re, or a remake. I mean, and like it would it would sell so much. Yep. It would sell so much, and I'm surprised they haven't done it yet. Yeah. I really I can't get over how that has not happened. So for some reason, I thought that was gonna happen, but uh, I also was really disappointed. Because I wanted more Hades too. Same, yeah, I mean, like ten seconds of of new footage or yeah. something like that. Not yeah. even ten seconds. So I'm super disappointed. It makes me feel not great in terms of how far that game is i think yeah. it's going to be another it's going to be a while before yeah. that game comes out yeah unfortunately which makes me sad i mean i want them to take their time i want Hades 2 to be amazing mm-hmm. um so i'm okay with having to wait but it's made me a little sad because I was, I was kind of expecting more stuff i guess yeah, yeah it was such a, little, a big part of last year's game awards right was it the game awards last year when they really re- like released the announced hades 2 and yeah. yeah a lot of announcements last year yeah i think it's just again it just depends on the the year yeah right? and like, what like i'm on, like yeah. at least for me personally, I'm not at all excited about GTA Six. I just am not a huge GTA person. Yeah, that's same. huge for a lot of people. I think that's like will be a big thing for some folks. But I just personally am not. I've never played a GTA. They're wonderful. I'm so sure, but I just haven't. That isn't something I'm super excited for. But there's a lot of people who are. I'm just so happy no one suggested GTA Six as a bedtime story or something like that. <laughs> I could do it or GTA Five. I mean, yeah. or, you know, one of the one of the Grand Theft Autos is a bedtime story. I yeah. could never do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like. You know, the drug deal went down beautifully. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't, it doesn't work yeah. that way. Yeah. But no, do you want to just jump in? We'll Let's start jump the bo- in. We'll start from the bottom and go yeah, to just the like we did kind of go through before. it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, we can go through these just, you know, not not super, unless we have something significant to say, of yeah. course. But like, um, so starting with the most anticipated, Ryan, you said Hades 2 is what you, you thought would win. Would win yeah. um, but the winner, and I had guessed Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, and, and that ended up being the winner, mm-hmm. which unfortunately I wasn't super surprised of, but though I was actually, I was secretly rooting for Hades too, as I think we talked about. I really wanted that one to win yeah. more for me personally, because Hades is so important to me, but um, I just felt like with the all the hype of Folks Final love. Rebirth, it yeah. was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then next we had uh, Best Adaptation, which we both called with The Last of Us. I think it was mm-hmm. a very clear frontrunner in that. Uh, it was just so, yeah. so well done. And then, of course, they had just announced they killed the multiplayer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right after. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Though I am, I am very excited for the the remaster of yeah. Last of Us Two. I'm sure it'll PS5. be. I'm sure it'll be very fun. I'm sure it'll be very good. They had added their own version of a roguelike in it, yep. which I think will be really interesting. And I think it's it's a big bummer for all the folks who are working on it. But I think it it like I I enjoy their you know single player games, and I'm excited for more of them. Um, I'm sure factions would have been great. But yeah. they decided that it, the finance, the financial, you know, need to, you know, wasn't worth it. Which, 
lot of studios have tried to make them and failed and then like the studio shuts down so i'd rather this yeah. i guess yeah i will say we've had such good times playing the multiplayer for so Uncharted much fun yeah and last of us yeah yeah the first one yeah, yeah which i think really if they just released like a multiplayer like that i think that would be good and people would love it i just don't think it would make the money they want to make um yeah so yeah yeah there's so much competition in that market yep. too i just don't see that yeah it doesn't make sense especially if it's not as good as like Fortnite or apex right yeah or any of those multiplayer games like it's just not gonna even roblox like it's not gonna be as good as roblox it's not, gonna, it's not worth right or unless right. they're going not, for like that yeah. division money which again still a lot of, you know yeah. I mean, that's still different a different vibe right uh best multiplayer we have both guessed Baldur's gate 3 which ended up winning yeah so kudos yeah, to good. us we were good good call on that yeah which i still think is weird but like <laughs> yeah I mean, I mean it just it doesn't feel right but it's also right it's a strange cool. it's it's a strange experience that doesn't feel like it was designed for multiplayer but it just happens to create like really interesting multiplayer experiences i've had fun with it with multiplayer but again it's not um when i think of a multiplayer game um it's not necessarily what i would think of but yeah yeah Next was best sim strategy. We both guessed City Skylines too, but I'm very excited that Pikmin 4 won. That is probably one of my most favorite games I played this year. That's such a fun, uh, puzzly game. Uh, I loved Pikmin yeah. 4, so I'm really glad that that, that took the win. I'm surprised. I, yeah, I, I was too. For for Pikmin, I'm happy, but like I, I was like, man, City, that must suck for <laughs> City what, Skylines. What, what, Paradox. Uh, Paradox, but uh, they're they're the publisher, but the studio is oh, like. Okay, okay uh i probably should know it but it's it's something earth yeah. or blue or giant or something like that oh, open world open yeah, earth yeah. something like that yeah they're they're that sucks for them they're they're going through a bit of the ringer right now on the various yeah. city skyline subreddits and communities um unfortunately city skylines 2 is a great game but i think uh folks love city skylines 1 so much and it's hard when the game releases and it's it's maybe missing some of those things that which yeah. happens with every paradox game it's just how their model works um mm-hmm. they they support a game for like years and years and years and by the end of that release you know it's it's in a really good place and when they launch the new one it just doesn't have as much stuff as the other one that had that was supported for 10 years so it just doesn't, right. doesn't always feel good uh best family went to mario which is ryan that was your guess yeah i guess party animals but mario now having played wonder i'm like oh man i should have guessed that <laughs> yeah. would have been that would have been the right guess yeah yeah i just i really thought i mean i don't think party animals won anything in the game awards mm, i was a little so. So, i was a little sad by that but yeah um they did get a lot of hype just from people streaming it and stuff i should have i looking back now now knowing what i know with wonder i'm like yeah that would have been yeah that's the pick that's the right pick, yeah. <laughs> yeah next we had best fighting game which we both guessed street fighter 6 we both got right we both you know picked mm-hmm. up on that it was a a big win and a lot of people really loved it next one was best rpg I had guessed Starfield and was miserably wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And Ryan, you guessed Baldur's Gate 3, which won. Yeah, yeah. So, man, no love for Starfield at all. No, just, not at all. Yeah. None at all. Too bad. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I never played it. And honestly, I'm, I'm a little, I personally am just not into the look of Bethesda games right now. I was, I think I said this to you last night when we were talking, like, I, I feel like if Bethesda games, like if Fallout 5 had the visual stylings of Cyberpunk, I'd be so excited. Rather than kind of the robotic jankiness of a Fallout game. Um, and some, I think some people might argue that's kind of a, like a characteristic of Fallout. Like that's almost like a, a, a necessary integral part of a Fallout game, maybe. Because it's just kind of been that way since 3. Um, I don't know. I just can't. There's something to innovating that experience in a way. You know what I mean? I think that mm-hmm. that would be worthwhile. I think we've had 
you know multiple games that look and feel like that and it's probably i mean yeah. 76 had a definitely a better color palette than um fallout 4 and fallout 3 but still wasn't anything vibrant or wild yeah um so yeah. it'd be interesting to see that no i'm very excited for the show i really am yeah. super duper excited for the yeah. show i hope it wins i hope it, I hope it does well yeah uh, next we had best action adventure game. Um, I'd guess Zelda. You would guess Spider Man Two, and Zelda had won it, which I think is a is a good a good win there for Zelda. I think this is like their um, definitely the category that at least for me spoke to Zelda the most of the like specific genre related categories. Yeah, from my understanding too, like I think the community, the online communities are very Zelda and, and Spider Man Two were very much at odds with one another because the yeah. games were so similar in the idea that it was the same map but updated. Uh-huh. from the previous oh titles. yeah i didn't even think about that uh, yeah both action adventures um i guess it was very heated uh before the game awards as to who would win and the kind of different sub subreddits and communities online um i did when zelda won i did feel a little worried though like, <laughs> oh, i don't know this is gonna be good for me yeah. for, for zelda yeah um but i mean i'm happy that i won because i do i do feel like i just i i do feel like it's a great action adventure game i just don't feel like i just i as we see with the next category, I don't feel like action adventure should be the category. I think it should be best adventure. Yeah, for sure. We have a literal best action game. Right. Next. <laughs> right. You know what I mean, yeah. which like, kind of like takes a, I, I don't know. I, I guess the, the goal is to kind of like, like it's mixing action and adventure into this category, which I feel like adventure kind of, kind of just be its own thing, but maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong with that. I'd love another perspective. We might it. be, but I also completely agree. I think you, Zelda and Spider-Man 2, I think fit, fit the theme of an adventure game. Like there can be action in an adventure. I don't think they have to be, but who knows? I think it's maybe a confusing way to um, label them. Even if, if the, they're, they're very similar. Speaking of best action game, went to armored core which right i was very surprised correctly. but yeah i did yeah, yeah yeah i mean now looking back though i'm not because like that makes sense i guess hi-fi rush just because I, I i i thought people really truly loved that game but people also really loved armor core <sighs> yeah and it, i think it's maybe the only category it had so yeah it was to me that it yeah and one. i, I think yeah. it's one of those things where it's made by the folks who made dark souls so that you have that whole people are jumping on it and then Armored Core was a super beloved series for a very long time. I played it back on like PlayStation 2 and I super didn't enjoy it and wasn't very good at it. But there are people who did really enjoy it and really loved it. And this like, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? This is the game that, you know, they were making before the Dark Souls game. And it seems like they finally got to go back and, and remake one of those. So um, yeah. it looks yeah. super intense and super wild and people really love it. Just not best mobile game. Um, did I not make a guess here? Is that why there's no? I think you maybe guessed the same one. Maybe we did. Yeah, maybe we did. One. Yeah, we both guessed yeah. Honkai and that one, which great. Yeah. Um, not good. surprised. That's what I knew for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, best debut indie game went to Cocoon. To, went, oh, sorry, went to Cocoon. Uh, though we both had guessed Pizza Tower. I was stunned. They was Jeff like in the in the in the beginning. I think of the show. He really he, he, like called. Oh, the guys from who made pizza tower are here and they showed them <laughs> yeah and then when they lost they put the camera on them and they were like, <laughs> uh, you know like, kind of like what do we okay yeah, like it was like really awkward, super awkward yeah um oh yeah it was like oh okay like just the fact that he called them out they pointed them out was this one of the categories where they didn't like there wasn't no one came up on the stage or anything at all as well or just did oh maybe maybe that's no. i don't i, I it was so it, there it feels like there was like maybe five where people came up on stage and the rest were all maybe i just am misremembering and that's not right at all but in my brain it felt like so many uh awards were just kind of announced as jeff was in between trailers 
Um, oh, I don't know. Maybe. I, don't remember I feel like people did come up. Oh, that's true. You're right. No, remember the Minnesota. Was Cocoon? Time. They went really? up. Okay, cool. I think they did. I'm pretty sure they did. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they did. Next, we have Best Independent Game, uh, which again, these categories are very weird. Um, I don't, yeah. I'd be interesting to know what the actual differentiation between them is. Um, and we guessed Dave the Diver and Viewfinder, and Sea of Stars won. Um, which yeah. Is surprising, but people really love that game a whole lot. People love it. Yeah. Yeah. Ever since we talked about it, I've been hearing it more and more. Yeah. People really love that game. Mm-hmm. So good for the Sea of Stars, too. I love the art direction. Of yeah. That game. It's beautiful. It's really cool. Beautiful game. Uh, best community support. We both had guests Cyberpunk yeah. 2077, but it ended up going to Baldur's Gate 3, mm-hmm. which yeah makes sense, too. Yeah. It was it, it, between the two for me. Yeah. Like, I guess maybe I guess we were joking about this. I'd read someone's comment in a different post on something else about cyberpunk and like I guess you know maybe best community support shouldn't go to the game that's trying to fix their mistakes. <laughs> should go to the game that is just actively yeah. being good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, makes complete sense. So. Next is best ongoing. We both guessed Fortnite, I, which I mean I guess it, 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 which I think feels pretty obvious, especially now with the announcement of like three new Fortnite games within the, yeah. but that, that wasn't, no, people weren't aware of that when this came out feasibly. Um, and it went to cyberpunk, uh, which, you know, is great. I don't know. Again, it, cyberpunk doesn't feel like an ongoing game. It feels like a game that they, people are, they're working on with DLCs, but it doesn't super feel like uh, an ongoing game, but I guess it, it has had a huge change in, in what it was with the 2.0 update. Yeah. I don't, I, again, I feel like fixing your game shouldn't count as ongoing. I like, I, yeah. I really adamantly disagree with this one. Yeah. Not because I'm a, I'm obviously become a huge Fortnite fanboy at this point. <laughs> I mentioned it seven weeks in a row uh, that I've been playing it, but I just feel like with every, like, yeah, even, even besides the point you just made, Ryan, about like all like the Lego and, and, uh, and uh, what is that always called? Rocket League, Rocket League and harmonic stuff they included even before that, like Fortnite really is truly the meta of like, it's like just nerd cult, not even nerd culture, just entertainment culture. Yeah, and all the things sure. they add into it. Like I almost when when they announced um, that Apex Legends was getting this this the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth cosmetics in the game, I like I I was stunned. I was like, who? First off, no offense to anyone who plays Apex, but I just I don't really hear about anyone who does play Apex anymore. Um, I just cannot believe that that Square Enix was like, you know what? Let's go for for apex rather than fortnite which makes me wonder what did what did fortnite want to have what did they want out of the deal that made squaring so you know what i don't think we should go with them we should go with the apex guys which probably were much more welcoming and and more giving to squaring for that <laughs> yeah kind of, definitely you know what I mean? I, yeah the percentages really have might have that. been yeah 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 i am also laughing too because i wrote when I wrote Cyberpunk as the answer for this category, I wrote, I wrote Cyberpunk 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Very different game. Very, I think Very 2023 is, uh, well, actually, I think 2023 is when um, Silverhand was around in in, in lore. That, oh, that was Silverhand's okay. time when he was around and around still. If I'm remembering my Cyberpunk lore from playing the game like a month or two ago. Um, yeah, seriously. Yeah, but I think. I think That's so funny. <laughs> um, okay. Best games, or I mean, games for impact. We both guessed Chia, and we're both correct. Yeah, what a wonderful yeah, game. I really didn't know. Yeah, I, I'll be super honest. I would need to play more of those games. But though they were showcasing some of those games in those categories throughout the game awards, and they did look very really great. Yeah, yeah, they looked really cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, good for them. Good for all the category members of that. All the ones in that category. Next is innovation and accessibility. I'd guess Spider Man. You'd guess Street Fighter Six. Uh, I guess Spider Man Two is what I technically guessed. You'd guess Street Fighter Six, and this went to Forza, which is just a game. I've never seen, 
Um, so I have no idea, but um, I don't think it's real. <laughs> could be fake. <laughs> could I think be all fake. I just, I, got, I, 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 after this, I want to look at what it is that's accessible about. Because I'm very, I'm genuinely curious. Just all the things that Spider-Man offered alone and Street Fighter Six to make it more accessible for more people to play. I. I guess I'm just kind of ignorant to what Forza offers, yeah. Um, in terms of accessibility, so but cool. I, I I obviously don't know what the accessibility is. So if it's even more accessible, it's awesome. Great, great for great for people who want to get into these things and make, makes it a little easier. And now you know PlayStation is making their own accessible controller. Yeah, very cool. Um, which is great. I think after Xbox came forward and really pushed the the margin for that and really showed how important that is, I think now PlayStation kind of sees that. Um, so yeah, very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, best performance. Ryan, oh man, we didn't put last names, but so just bear with us here. Uh, Ryan, you had said Neil uh, from Baldur's Gate yep. 3, who played, what's the character's Asterian name again? is his name. Asterian. The okay, vampire yeah. guy. Sexy vampire. Sexy vampire, yeah, that's right. Sexy vampire. Uh, and I guess Melanie, who was the one of the protagonists from Alan Wake 2. Mm-hmm. I need to play that game still, so I have no idea who's anyone's name is. Maybe, maybe the character's name is Naomi. I want to say it's Naomi. I could be very, very wrong. Sorry. Um, but Neil. But Neil won. Neil but Neil won. Yeah. I, I, I should have guessed, guessed Neil. I think he just... But I, want, I wanted to be hopeful. I, for some reason, I thought she was cool. You know, she, she is very cool. Great. Yeah, yeah. From what I've seen, she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I just suck at English, so that sounded like I was this year. I wasn't. <laughs> Melanie, you're great. Um, so yeah, but no. So Neil won. He was very, his speech was very nice. He was very genuine. You can tell. Yeah. Next was Beck's scores and music. We both guessed Zelda for this, and it ended up going to Final Fantasy 16. You played Final yeah. Fantasy 16, right? Didn't you play? Did you? No. No, didn't at all. Okay. That was the like the no. Game of Thronesy one, right? Yes. Yeah, with like the, the Titan yeah. stuff. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yes. Got it. Yeah. I, I want to play it, but it's one of those games where like I, I'm not super excited to play it mm-hmm. compared to like Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I, I will, I think I'll play 16 eventually, but just not. There's so many games I want to get through, and that's going to be a while. That's going to, that's going to be a game that takes quite a while. Yeah. And at my at my at my age, <laughs> it's hard to put that much time into a game. It's true. So it's very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best audio design. Uh, you said Alan Wake two. I said Hi Fi and uh, Hi Fi Rush one. That's right. So, you sure did. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was a good one. I mean, I think Alan Wake two definitely. I think people were making some points online that that game is very like the the audio is very in depth mm-hmm. to get you immersed in that game yeah yeah next was uh best art direction uh i'd guess zelda you'd guess liza b and this one to alan wake too bull yeah i <laughs> call bull on this one i call bull i guess i need to play on like you need to play on like two yeah I just, I just i when i even think of art direction i just i think i don't know maybe i'm little bias in my perception of art because art is very fluid obviously yeah. and what one person sees as art the other person may not or vice versa um i just feel like with everything that zelda had in its world and everything that eliza p had in its world were so just like the i'll take eliza p because that's that's my that was my guess and yeah. i feel very hurt that it didn't win. <laughs> just the different just the different um enemies in the game with the different robots and the monsters the different characters and masks they wore uh, just the different arms as well. I just really, I just can't imagine what a game like Alan Wake 2 that takes place in a more modern, realistic world could have in its art design that's more appreciated than like more imaginary goth or or more like um, a gothic horror 
imagery or Zelda that's just like this mythical magical adventure. I don't know. I just my my bias. So if anyone disagrees, please let me know. I need to play Alan Wake too. Hopefully, I eat my words and I and I feel better about this. But I do feel <laughs> like this was a. I feel like this one was a, a misdirection. I don't think Alan Wake two necessarily should have won. But that's just my personal bias right now. So yeah, the moment I was telling you this before, the moment that their performance happened the alan wake 2 performance i was like oh alan wake 2 is gonna we had a bunch of stuff destroy yeah yeah yeah. they would not have them come on stage and do a whole performance and alan wake 2 did not win that would feel a little weird yeah i feel like you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. like once alan wake 2 then i think it took this and then it took yeah well actually we'll get to it it in just a second (laughs) um next next was best narrative which we had both guessed alan wake 2 and end up going to alan wake 2 uh again a game which i guess uh, to the credit of the game we had neither of us either played it, but we've heard enough good things about that story that somehow, which I've seen like the first hour of it, and like to me it is complete nonsense. So how they like pull it all together to make it make sense would have to be such an incredible feat. Um, so I'm really excited to hear what your thoughts are after you complete it, and we can talk through that some more. Or if I watch a playthrough of it, because I don't know if I can handle playing it, but <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Best game direction. We had both guessed Baldur's Gate 3 yeah. in Alan Wake 2 1. It did. Which, again, I, I guess I'm just ignorant. I, I think that's the game I need to play next yeah. after Valhalla. After I beat Valhalla and get that palette cleanser, I think Alan Wake 2 is the game I need to come back and play next because I just, again, art direction. Like, this is a direction in which, like, you've taken this game, the narrative and creative like, freedom that you have to craft this world and this narrative and all these things. Um, and with Baldur's Gate 3 and Zelda, again, after going back to what we talked about, like I really thought this was a toss-up between Zelda and Baldur's Gate 3, between Game of the Year and yeah. Game of Direction. Like, one would, one would have won, one would win the other. Yeah. Um, so when Alan Wake 2 won, I was, I was very surprised. Yeah. I was like, as I, I feel like it's very much in the same vein as... Alan Wake 2 is very much in the same vein as what Alan Wake 1 was, but maybe there's more to it that just, again, I don't know yet. So, like, that's... And that's kind of the hard part, is not knowing fully the whole story, so I can sound very ignorant. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I, I respectfully disagree right now with the knowledge that I have. Um, but I am very happy for, for Retro. I'm very happy for them. And is it Retro? Or uh, Remedy? Remedy. 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 I'm very happy for Remedy. And like I said, they seem very, they seem very genuinely passionate about their games. I love that the, I think he's the director, the the guy who was who accepted the award. He accepted one of the awards and then also performed. He's in the, in the game. Yeah, he's like a big yeah, character in the, in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really yeah. cool to see him. He's the director. Yeah, he is. He's the game yeah. director. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just so cool. Like, he just seems like a genuinely nice guy and he just loves to be a part of this whole thing. And I, I really appreciate it about that. I really appreciate that about him. He seems like a very cool person. So, yeah. Right, you get the lucky game I do, of the year. I do. Game of the year. So for game of the year, we had both guessed Zelda. We were, we were again. We had kind of decided that Baldur's Gate three was going to do game direction. Zelda's going to take game of the year. That was kind of where we had settled, and we were wrong on both parts. Um, mm. So this ended up game of the year. Ended up going to Baldur's Gate three, um, yeah. and then game direction went to Alan Wake two, which I was very surprised about. I mean, I think Zelda was such a huge cultural phenomena when it came out, yeah. and for the months after. That I was really surprised it didn't win this, um, especially after like um, the years and years and years of, of waiting for it and it to like delivered on what it was when it came out to be. Um, I'm excited for Baldur's Gate. I love Baldur's Gate. I'm, I'm I wasn't I wasn't super surprised that it won because again we had thought it was going to be between the two of those. I am just surprised, like you said, that Zelda didn't get the other one uh, because it seemed yeah. like those two. But I, I also haven't played Alan Wake, so I don't know. But um, yeah, I was very surprised by that. Yeah. 
I I I'm not I, I can so I support Baldur's Gate three winning game of the year because it it has brought in so many things that Zelda could never do because they're just very different games. Yeah, and I think that the immersion and the narrative storytelling that Baldur's Gate three and just the gameplay itself was just very innovative and just how free the story was depending on your choices and people really did love that. Yeah, and so I totally support it. Zelda's not that so like that is going to be a defining characteristic for game moving forward and a new standard that makes total sense to me as like game of the year, which is why I thought Baldur's Gate 3 was going to win our game game direction. Yeah. I thought because of how, what Baldur's Gate 3 did with its genre, it, it, I mean, you know, taking this kind of single player immersion to, to multiplayer as well as the multiple choices you can make mm-hmm. and the, the branching story paths, I thought that was going to be the best game direction because Zelda is more Breath of the Wild, more innovative though yeah. of its predecessor. Though, in terms of art direction, I wouldn't say it's very like, very uh, groundbreaking comparatively to Baldur's Gate 3. Though, like you said, Ryan, for Game of the Year, I felt like Zelda, and I agree with you on this, Like was very like a cultural phenomenon. Everybody was playing Zelda. Mm-hmm. And if you weren't, you know, you weren't, I, I don't know, if you weren't, you weren't, I guess. But like, if you were, you were, you were, you know, talking about it. It was like the, the game that everybody was talking about in the moment. So, um, so, I don't know. I do feel like Alan Wake 2 is a game that I need to play because I, I don't, necessarily agree with the game direction everything else is i can agree with i don't think zelda or necessarily Baldur's gate 3 maybe should have won best narrative um alan wake 2 sounds like that would be a game that should should earn that but again i feel like there was so much love for alan wake yeah which goes into my fear of recency bias what was it called is that what it's called yeah recency bias where you obviously like yeah yeah it makes me worried if that really truly is the case if recency recency bias yeah um really does play a factor in, in nominations and winning i do wonder what's what that will do for the game industry though that you made the point right before off camp off uh the podcast a minute a little bit ago that uh elden ring came out early last year in 2022 yeah. in one game of the year so in that totally valid and that was a year that it wasn't it was that or god of war that was really just two the, the two games that were the biggest ones i think last year yeah. that i can think of i don't know i i think i i do worry about the bias and, and how that plays into it. Because I do, I wonder if Zelda came out later if Alan Wake would have not won as many. But then again, maybe it would have, and I just don't know any better. Yeah. But either way, I mean, at the end of the day, though, all these games are loved. Yep. And they've made their money, and they'll continue to make their money. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do. I will say though, I don't think it ever should have won Game of the Year or Game Game Direction. I do feel like Spider Man Two did get a little bit of a slap in the face. Yeah. Uh, because it was so. I, I mean, if you ask me, like, what game of the year uh visually should have been like the visual look of a game i think spider-man 2 should have won yeah like that that's a game that is it truly is beautiful mm-hmm. it's a beautiful game mary jane looks a little funky mm-hmm. <laughs> to the first game for some yeah. reason i don't know why to me yeah um and then nothing against her or who she is it's just for some reason her character model seems very off to me i don't know why but besides that everything about that game is so visually beautiful mm-hmm. in that game and I, I do feel like spider-man 2 did get a little bit of a slap in the face from not winning even one award yeah. for being like nominated seven or eight times. Yeah. Um, but that's my only critique, I think, of, of the whole game awards. Yeah. I mean, I think like it'll be interesting to see what the DICE awards, which is DICE is like the industry versus this is the um, DICE is the people who make the games. Like it's it, the people who yeah. vote is made up on like direct game directors and get industry folks, whereas this is done by like media outlets. So it is yep. much more on the impressions versus the... So it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. I do think uh, for overall, it was... it was it, There were some moments that were very fun, but overall it was it was, it was was an okay time. 
I was really yeah. surprised that there was no mention of layoffs or anything like that, which I think was, yeah. you know, a big part of this year. And a lot of folks... It's actively happening outside of the... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Or not, not not the layoffs, but the SAG actors yeah. were actively protesting outside of the Game Awards this year. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I'm, I'm yeah. surprised that there wasn't, you know, any mention of that. I know that um, Baldur's Gate 3, uh, Sven, he did a long tweet because he did... Part of it is they didn't have a ton of time to, you know, say their um, when they achieved their awards. Yeah. And one of the things that he said is like, not necessarily just the layoffs with um, the game industry, but like Wizards of the Coast, the D and D folks, everyone who he sat at the table with when that game when they were is now has been fired from Wizards of the Coast. So like again, wow. it is like there's there's just across the across industries, folks are being laid off because money, um, which is yeah. a big bummer. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's happening everywhere. Even I've heard, I don't know, not to bring this into it, right, but like, I've heard things about Bungie and what's going on over there. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. Bad. It's really, yeah. It's I, really, really bad. I, I think, like, if Final Shape doesn't do well, I like there is a chance that Bungie will get um, eaten up by Sony and just become a Sony studio and not be independent anymore, yeah. uh, which would be a bummer, but also the people at the top of Bungie are kind of making a mess of things right now um and it could probably yeah. use some type of change up it's just a bummer that so many folks are losing their jobs who've worked on these games for so long and the folks the ceos who are making a ton of money are, are making decisions that you know uh make them more money and keep them more financially stable but at the cost of these folks lives which is a bummer yeah yeah from the from what i read i read this on ign so uh so if you need to if you want to look this up and, and read it yourself go for it um this is story goers, I mean, and you, and you too, of course, right? Yeah. Um, I, I was reading how uh, some employees were asking uh, upper management, like, are the CEO and the higher ranking members of Bungie looking to cut some of their pay to help with what's going on? And they said that I think it was the quote was like, "We're not that kind of company." Yeah. Which really speaks volumes. Yeah. It really speaks volumes. I. I I, I feel for the people who love Destiny 2. I feel for you, yeah, Ryan. Yeah. I, I, that's a game that people love. There, I will I will say, if that, if that truly is the case, if that is actually accurate and the higher-ups at Bungie are being more frivolous and I am not missing something impo- important here, part of me kind of wants them to get eaten by Sony. Yeah, I mean... It doesn't make Sony more powerful either because like, <laughs> right, they're already yeah. such huge people yeah. and it's kind of messed up, this whole situation. But yeah. if that really is happening at Bungie, then like... Yeah, I mean, if Sony gave them a ton of money to kind of get their act together and to make games and to do this thing, and and it seems to have been mismanaged in some way, and somebody mismanaged it, it wasn't like the QA testers who mismanage it, and they're the ones being let go. Um, So yeah, it's it's a bit of a mess, but yeah, maybe that I I mean like Santa Monica, who is you know works very closely with Sony, and they're a first party studio. Um, if Bungie were to go to the way of Santa Monica, I don't necessarily think it would be a bad thing. I think it might be a couple right. years of, of things slowing down, but I think all of Bungie's kind of, or sorry, all of Sony's big live service games have kind of all fallen apart. So maybe they wouldn't, you know, be against chomping up Bungie and, and making more stuff like that, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. You're right. You're right. They're live action games or they're not live action, but they're live service games are really. Yeah. Everybody, everyone yeah. who is making them is kind of maybe decided not to. It's almost like it costs a ton of money and there's a lot of work. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's so many out right now. That it's so hard to compete. Is really it's so filled. hard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because again, you're these, these are games that people will play forever. Um, and how do you right. convince them to do play your game forever and not, you know, Fortnite, uh, which yeah. if you've already invested, like, like you were talking about the Ninja Turtle, you could, 
you could play Lego Ninja Turtles now, right? Like those skins yeah. transfer to the Lego version. They transfer yeah. to the car yeah. version. They transfer. You know what I mean? It's, All the skins do. Yeah, exactly. Skins, some don't look great. Some yeah. look horrible. But yeah. I mean, but they're fun. They're right? Fun. Yeah. Like the ecosystem is such that you you have invested so much money into this experience that it's hard to then go invest money elsewhere. Um, right. And that is a hard right. hard thing to do. Hard thing to fight against. I thought about it recently and how, how much mo- I've never been that person to, to spend money in, in live service games. That I, And not because I just, not because I was being like frugal necessarily. I just didn't see the point. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to pay to win or I didn't want any, I didn't need the cosmetics. I didn't feel like I needed those things. But there's something about Fortnite where like, it's just an extra step above where I feel comfortable spending that money and it's going to something that I truly do enjoy and feel like I can continue to enjoy like I put it down for so long that I just think that it's going to be one of those games that I play in between games and I'm really going to like. Um, and yeah, it's always, and I think Fortnite's kind of always going to be around. You know what I mean? Like, and especially what it's, I don't think this is like a Fortnite podcast, but like it's quality of life stuff now with, with Lego and harmonics and the new control, like the harmonics control, like harmonics is a thing again. Yeah. Like, like they, wild. like if they can bring back rock that's band, wild. that would be insane, which they already have. Right. But if they could bring yeah. the peripherals back, uh, it would be so cool. I mean, the guitar is almost out, right? They showed the design for it, I think, recently. And so it's just kind of bizarre. I mean, even Rocket League, mer- kind of like having its outlet through Fortnite. I've, I played the Rocket League stuff the other night, and um, I won like five matches. Not really <laughs> um, but it was it was fun. Yeah, I'm sure it, it is. It was totally yeah. fun. Yeah. And it's, it's probably going to get bigger and bigger. So at that point, if I'm Sony and I'm Xbox, um, not really Nintendo, because they don't really do a whole lot of live service games, but except for like mobile stuff, but... Um, but if I'm Xbox and I'm Sony, why would I want to invest money into live service games when Fortnite and every other live service game is already out there doing amazing? You know what I mean? Like Valorant and Apex and Roblox, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. And I think like, you know, we're already seeing this, like Sony has invested like a butt ton of money in Epic because they wanted to be able to, you know get to play some of these things first and get to engage with this ecosystem yeah. first. So it's, yeah, it's very smart. Wild, wild very time. Smart. Very, very smart. Yep. How did we get to this from game of the year conversation? Uh, talking about the dice awards <laughs> and you know, yeah, the right, industry yeah. and all the other, Oh yeah. That's yeah, right. yeah. 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 All the, all the, all when is dice awards, you know, February, February 13th to the 15th. I was like, I was looking it up in between, um, because I was looking at the awards last year for the dice awards, which we don't need to go into on, 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 uh, on podcast, but, um, I'll be really curious to see if those are different or the same or what those will look like. I mean, Elden Ring, I think, still won um, the Dice Awards, but... Um, gotta work on Jipped. Gotta work on Jipped, Jipped again. It's not because I cried at the end of Valhalla. Uh, not Valhalla. End of Ragnarok. <laughs> I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it'll be curious to see um, who wins. Um, yeah. How that goes. Yeah. We'll see who truly should have win. Who truly should have Zelda. Won. Zelda. Zelda. Yeah. Screaming from the heavens. <laughs> it looks like by, down like Link. by franchise, God of War has gotten the most wins um, at the Dice Awards. Really? Overall, yeah. Uh, God of War, Mario, Uncharted, Zelda. 26 wins of... Yeah. We don't need to go into this nonsense, but it's super interesting. <laughs> uh, that yeah. A different, a different awards thing that will be you know much less publicized and much less... Um, marketed let's talk about it in february let's try to remember to talk about that yeah that would be great talk about the winners yeah that'd be interesting to see the difference speaking of nonsense we have a character speaking of nonsense we have a character wheel we sure do yeah okay 
Uh, Ryan, we got to do the honors of introducing our beautiful character wheel I would. narrative for today for our episode. Yeah, I want Sorgosh to close her eyes and imagine a magical, oh, a magical winter evening. Um, large, fluffy snowflakes falling down, crisp, cold air. Uh, it's very hard to see, and unfortunately, unfortunately, Rudolph is missing. And we need to decide through this character wheel who is going to be the best Rudolph to replacement to lead Santa's sleigh to all the good girls and boys and you know non-binary folks to get, and people, yeah, to deliver them you know the incredible presents that they deserve um, and should have. So Rudolph is missing. Who can say where they are? We're going to decide through character wheel who's going to be the replacement um, this this and this magical uh, Christmassy evening and and time. Perfect. I think that was, that was great, Ryan. That was beautiful. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> beautiful. Okay, so what I'm going to do is, uh, where is my thing? I think it's okay. I'm going to see if I can stream this. Um, okay, so I'm going to. Oh. Oh. Uh, okay. You know what I should do. Do you still see my? You see this? Uh, I can if I click on it. Uh, yes, oh, I can see it. I can see there. it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. All right, well, I'm going to click on the wheel if you're ready to go. Yeah, I was just grabbing the character wheel um, format. Uh, mm. Ignore me. I just am somebody who likes formatting things. Uh, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you do that. I'll, I will spin the wheel and get our characters going. So the first one's spinning and spinning. And our first random view game character that could potentially lead Santa's sleigh is... Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. What a hero. Okay. Uh, what a hero, yeah. His big buster sword on his back as he trailblazes through the snow uh, and all over the world. And our second one is Travis Touchdown from No More Heroes. How's that? Uh, I feel like Travis Touchdown might be the most uh, picked character in our character book. I feel like it's happened m- numerous times. Pre- might be waited. He's might be waited. Yes. Now, right, actually, before we jump into the... Into, uh, these characters, I think we should go over the criteria that we're looking for. I think that's important. I think it's helpful when we do that at the top yeah. to kind of give us, oh, here's Travis touchdown from last time. Um, yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, what I, makes a good Rudolph? I, I'm thinking right, visibility. Are they able to see through a snowstorm? Mm-hmm. How well is that going to So go? important. Are they able to lead the sleigh accurately? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I'm going to say so like leading the slaves leading the sleigh okay um are they have the endurance to do so yeah it's a long night and you got to go around the whole world night. the whole world and everywhere yep yep is there any other criteria you can think of um so like leading the sleigh do you but you mean leading the sleigh by being able to help guide the sleigh like visual yes. visually i also think it's important to like you know be a good leader to the other reindeer right you're the you're you're guiding mm-hmm. them you know how are you going to lead them how are you going to empower them you know how are you going to you know mentor them to be the best reindeer they can be and then but then at the same time you also have to be able to take orders from you know mm. the big man jesus that's true <laughs> and santa <laughs> oh oh yeah, yeah. Uh, him too. <laughs> i just picture so jesus on the hot the walkie-talkie santa how are we doing on those presents santa's like we're having this a hard important. time we gotta keep we're, we're trying to get there and she's like it's my birthday santa you can't mess this up she's like, all right we're gonna get there we're gonna get there um okay so 
Uh, let's go through the characters. First, we have Final Fantasy. Or Final Fantasy. First, we have Cloud from Final Fantasy. Yeah. Um, I, I think Cloud has the... In terms of leading the sleigh, he has the endurance... Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, I should go back to Lean Slate. In terms of Lean Slate, he I think he had the physical capability if he can continue to like shoot fireballs, mm-hmm. uh, to kind of clear the snow. Uh, he is a leader of his own party, um, so I think he could he could do well guiding the reindeer. Uh, and I think he has the endurance too. So he's very strong. He's much stronger than he looks. He carries that giant sword around. Uh, his buster sword so i think that it could work really well he could be a really good the only thing with with cloud is that he's not going to be able to fly um but neither is travis so really they're kind of on equal terms with that yeah they'll have to be some type of of magic um given to them to give them the ability to fly yeah he does have uh arrow he does have like the 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 wind spell so you know lift the sleigh mm. for a little bit he's okay. constantly to like drink some mana if he has a lot of mana potions he would do great you know what i mean he could be able to keep just using his magic over and over and over and over again um so yeah i think travis i, I, Travis, I think cloud has a good potential and you think you think cloud would, would take orders okay he i think if santo's like cloud i think we need to turn left he'd be like okay fine and he would do it you know what i mean like his, right, his right, cloud's right. very emo-y Cloud's like a, a very emo boy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like he's very, um, if, if you give him a good reason to do something, he's likely to do it. Yeah. Unless he sees like Sephiroth. He's like, he sees like Sephiroth in the corner like, Cloud, you'll never make it to all your mm-hmm. presents. All the all your, all the kids need you. Oh, Sephiroth. And then he's like, <laughs> no, Cloud, don't, <laughs> don't sling your buster sword. We don't need that right now. And he's just swinging at nothing. Yeah. That would be a problem. That would be a problem. problem. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So distractible, um, possibly distractible by Sephiroth. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, if, yeah. If he sees Sephiroth, he's going for him. He's he's, he's not gonna leave him behind. So, because like Sephiroth's also a, uh, uh, he's also probably on the naughty list. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It's, Cloud would be like, he's on the naughty list, and it's just like that's not how it works, you know. And Cloud's trying to kill him. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That would be yeah, a very yeah. different uh, situation. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, what are your thoughts on Travis? So I I know Travis mostly from these past character reels and our time talking about yeah. No More Heroes, and I imagine Travis. Might have the endurance because he does a lot of menial tasks. He, you know, he can kind of put his head down and get things done. But I think he'd get super bored. And unless he was properly incentivized to do this, I don't know how willing he would be. Also can't fly. Right. Um, But I think, I think with Travis, um, and correct me if I'm wrong as our resident Travis expert, um, I think um, it's just not the most... um, altruistic individual he isn't he isn't out just yeah. to you know deliver presents for the sake of delivering presents because it's the right thing to do there has to be some incentive for him personally to do so um yeah. and maybe that incentive is just like money because he does a lot of weird stuff for money is my understanding that is very um true. so you know possibly with some type of, of money or bribery or something or like you know mm-hmm. you can get off the naughty list if you like lead my slave for a night and i mean that might be enough to get him there but i think it's going to be more than just like Cloud will do it because it's the right thing to do, even though he might be a little reluctant. Travis, you really are going to have to convince, I think. Yeah, I agree. He, and like you said, he can't. He may have the endurance to, to get a whole sleigh yeah. across the world. It's going to be a lot for just like kind of a normal human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, again, he may not do very well visually. 
he has sunglasses, so he can probably like block mm. the mm-hmm. the snow from getting into his eyes. But he's not gonna be able to see through the snow. Right. And he definitely is not gonna be guiding other reindeer very well. Yeah. Uh, honestly, with Travis's luck, it turns to be like Santa is like an assassin mm. who's like has to kill him or fight him. Yeah. Um, it would probably go very poorly. Mm-hmm. I don't really see how Travis could do well <laughs> in this situation. Right. Quite honestly. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I guess without further, should we just jump into? Let's just jump into it. I think I think this is a a easier round. um, I would say pretty clear cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Three, two, one. Cloud from Final Fantasy. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Definitely has to be. Has to be. All right. So Cloud's our first winner. Yeah. Good job, Cloud. Definitely so. Proud of you. Good job, Cloud. (laughs) We'll send an award to the. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Nominated for best ranger <laughs> best if rudolph was rudolph not replacement <laughs> yeah uh i spun the wheel and yep. our next in category two mm-hmm. oh interesting uh our first person that we've picked uh is handsome jack from interesting okay yep, yep which yeah we'll get to it we'll get to it uh and then the wheel spins yet again and our next person who is up against against handsome jack is earthworm jim wow okay interesting what a um interesting crew we've got here yeah really not the best reindeers when you think about it no definitely not the best reindeer um Mm. i would say yeah yeah so which who do you prefer taking ryan i'll let you go i know more about handsome jack than earthworm jim but i feel like i could probably uh, talk nonsense about either one uh, go for it go for handsome jack okay handsome jack um similar to travis touchdown i don't know if we do this out of the kindness of his heart there would have to be some yes. type of incentive for handsome jack to be willing to do this handsome jack might have some ability with the technology they have to you know provide lighting or to like deck out the sleigh in some way with some hyperion technology of some kind to help support this thing he has ran a large you know a massive organization so he has some leadership yes. experience i don't know if it will align with the culture that santa is trying to create among his reindeer i don't know if there'll be cultural alignment there um and what they're looking for but he has led before yes. and then endurance I, I i don't handsome jack's a fairly tough individual but i don't know if he could handle an entire night of like pulling a sleigh that feels like it might not necessarily be in his wheelhouse um he's you know he's 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 i think good in bursts and fighting but you know maybe not necessarily uh an, uh, an endurance individual um yeah so yeah i think i think it's it has some of the skills needed but it might you know it might go really poorly and that like either will you know if, if santa asks him to do something he probably won't be willing to do it and will actively the entire night trying to be convinced the other reindeer to help him you know take santa down because santa yeah. is you know pushing them and not respecting them as individuals and then allowing them to you know live up to their potential and like by the end there might be some type of you know coup where all the reindeer attempt to kill santa and, and install cancer yeah. jack as the leader of the sleigh and i at that point i think there'd be some kind of like you know for 1099 we'll deliver your past presence um, yes, type of yes. situation um, some yeah. way to incentivize um, and to make money off of the experience. So I think that's part of who Handsome Jack is um, as an individual. They are an opportunist and fairly ruthless. Can I add to that? Please do. I think that once he, he likely would, he would go after Santa and try to execute him for sure. Yeah. And then if 
taken over, he probably would make a subscription service mm-hmm. for delivering presents on Christmas, and he would likely just shoot them down. The same way he shoots his, uh, oh, yeah. his robot minions down at you yeah. uh, from space, he would do that with your presents. For sure. So for sure, for Rainier, sure. he would probably, he's very like a evil corporate Elon Musk type of like, just, you know, get rid of as many workers. So the reindeers would be obsolete. I think he would kill the reindeers and just put in his own robot reindeers instead. For sure. For sure. Uh, yeah. So I think, but then again, I, it makes me wonder, I think he can do a pretty good job though. Yeah. It would be super horrible. It'd be different. But in terms of leading, yeah, leading a sleigh, I think he could, put, yeah, with his tech, with his tech. If he didn't have his tech, be, he wouldn't be able to do anything. So. Uh, so, Earthworm Jim. Uh, I don't know much about Earthworm Jim, other than that he is a big, big beefy boy. Big beefy boy. Uh, he definitely works out. Uh, he does have a laser gun. Mm-hmm. And he's a go-getter. Yes, I think, I think Earthworm Jim is a go-getter. Uh, I don't. I think if he has his laser gun, mm-hmm. I mean, people who love Earthworm Jim must be into <laughs> they just really. We right need to do an so Earthworm sorry. Jim episode just to get caught up here. Just to get caught up, I never was a fan, but yeah. maybe I could be. Um, I figure if he's shooting his laser yeah. a lot to clear the snow, it might work. But then, what if he hits something he shouldn't hit? Yeah, you know what I mean. What if something gets it's injured? Something gets injured and and shot? It's horrible. Um, that would ruin Christmas. It but would. I feel like Handsome Jack could also easily ruin Christmas as well. So, yeah. it's kind of a crapshoot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Earthworm Jim also has a, has a ship, doesn't he? He has a ship, I believe. He's, like, very strong and, you know, has the endurance to, I think, last. Um, but I would have no ability to, you know, make things any easier other than his own strength mm. and power. Um, and I actually think it's not him. I think he has like a suit thing. I think I think he's just a worm in a suit that gives oh, him. Oh, it's really just his suit. Yeah, exactly. Oh, um, I think the suit is what gives him the abilities. I think. Um, okay. Yeah, it's a worm who stumbled upon a super suit and that makes him a superhero worm. Um, so I think oh. it, uh, the suit would does a lot of power. Uh, does a lot. I think he can do like cool jet stuff with the suit. Possibly. I or who knows? Yeah. We know so little about Earthworm Jim. So, um, but I think like has the endurance, has the strength. I don't know if Earthworm Jim is a leader in any way. I've never seen him in that role, but that doesn't mean doesn't he does have a ship, which I think is handy. Um, if possibly he could just like leave. I don't think he does. Oh, he doesn't. Okay, doesn't have a ship. Bummer. I, I'm looking at. I'm looking through. I'm looking through this, and I'm seeing no ships. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, yeah, got it. I, yeah, I am not sure. It looks like he got no space. Oh, he can he can do the propeller thing, can he? Is that a thing? Can he do the propeller <laughs> thing? I thought he can do a propeller thing. Picked. Um, I th- shouldn't have picked this one. <laughs> He's a bad one to pick for us. Um, I'm pretty sure he can use yeah his head as a propeller to slow himself down in case of a uh, 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 yeah look oh my goodness that is gruesome. I'm gonna put a picture in oh, no. our general chat and it's pretty gruesome what's happening here. Oh, um, no. How he slows himself down. Um, he just spins that around and that kind of slows his um his oh. speed so he, he can't see anything so uh story goers are gonna try to describe this best to you he's riding some kind of pro- propeller yep. power, propeller like jet power engine system, thing jet engine thing and he's whipping his own body it's not even connected to the suit anymore really he's just whipping his own his own body around to, to slow the descent down uh of his flying, which I feel like would be not the best situation. Uh, yeah, interesting. 
I have my answer right. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I, I think, I think, I think the only thing Earthworm Jim has going for them uh, right now is what we've listed is is strong, has the head propeller, could probably take orders all, but I don't know about being a leader. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. To, I'm ready to make a vote. All right, cool. Uh, three, two, one. Handsome, Handsome Jack. Jack. Yeah. 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 Bummer. Yeah. But it's, it's wouldn't be the best leader. But it wouldn't be the best choice. Right. But I think he could get the job done for sure. In in especially for the right price. If the option is no Christmas or Handsome Jack takes over Christmas and you have to pay a little bit, I think maybe that's better. But we'll see. Well, let's <laughs> let's hope the character can make a a happier and I know. more um, positive. You know, but you know, we might not get that. That's could not be our story that we're trying that the wheel is telling us here. We we are we are bound by the story of the wheel. There we are. Which is now picking our next character for last round. <laughs> I don't know if I can include it. It's Octodad again. <laughs> Should I just not do that? Yeah, one? maybe let's do a different one. Octodad I think would, yeah. would is isn't a bad option, but we've done it before. No, we've done it so many times. Alright, wheel is spinning, the wheel is spinning. Once more for our first character of the last round. And that character is... Uh, okay, Ken from Street Fighter. Okay. Uh, okay. And then we are spinning for this, the, the absolute last character. This the last character of the last round. Hopefully it's one that might be more reindeer-esque. <laughs> and that is... Nope, we're wrong. It's Phoenix Wright, the attorney. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh man. Okay. I was really hoping I told this to you yesterday, right? I was really hoping it would be Tony Hawk. Yeah, that would be pretty good great. Tony Hawk solution. Um Oh, I just spent it again out of curiosity we got Ridley from Stars of Metroid. Not uh, a bad so choice. Good. Not a bad uh, choice. Okay. But we can't we can't we have to we have to we have to respect the wheel and what it's telling us. Yeah. Okay. So we have Ken from Street Fighter, yeah, Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know Ken is all about the fire. He can shoot his Hadoukens. He can spin his leg like a top and produce fire. He can do uppercuts that produce fire. He's just a fiery guy. He's just always just spinning around and he's, and he's fiery. And he has a kid. So what better motivation? Santa Kane was like, Ken, Christmas is off. Mm-hmm. Unless someone can leave my sleigh. Ken is a pretty altruistic kind of person. He would likely do that for santa because he is a good person he wants to do best and and he loves working out again another be a great boy. workout yeah oh such a good what workout I mean? pulling that sleigh yeah. yeah yeah again traversing water would be a struggle but maybe santa has a jet or something attached to a sleigh i don't know yeah yeah in terms of yeah getting those presents out if it's snowing too he just continues to hadouken clear out that snow uh in front of him it would be a pain in the butt and probably would be exhausting but i i think ken is likely able to do this. Is Ken, does Ken have the ability to just light his hand on fire and just keep it on fire? No. Uh, I think actually in Street Fighter V he had a V skill that did that. Because that would... Res- that might be... V skill fire. Um, Storgors, please just give us a moment. I think I think he does. Because that would be very similar to a, a burning nose. You know what I mean? Just to... Oh, it would be so much. So much so. Uh, man, I will be honest with you. Bing is the worst search engine ever. Oh, is, is this Bing Powered? Yeah, I use... Uh, what's it called? I use... Uh, what's it called? Firefox? Brave. Brave. Oh, the, brave engine. The, the one that is uh, very safe and good. 
Yes, the safe one, which is fantastic. Safety is fantastic, but also it naturally just uses Bing. Or no, I think it gets it gets to use its own thing. It's garbage, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, but it does keep you safe, so that's important. I think Ken does have a V skill. Does keep his his hands on fire. Okay, I I'm pretty sure. Um, so yeah, which would be very important. Which I think would be helpful, right? I mean, all Rudolph really can do is you know lead reindeer. And has a red nose, and I think a red hand, you know what I mean, is not, you know, it's too far from cool. it. Um, and maybe still pretty helpful. Yeah. And I also think Ken's American, is that correct? He is. You know, so, you know, knows who Santa is, which I think is going to be he a knows. big benefit, you know, in this whole situation. It's going to take a lot more explaining to get, like, Cloud on board to what this whole situation yeah. is. And Handsome Jack on board of what this whole situation is versus Ken say, Ken, Christmas, we need you to save Christmas. Ken's like, I know what Christmas is. I know how to help Santa. And Yes, and Ken's traveled the world. Oh, yeah. People. He right. knows the world. He's a worldly person. Yeah, I can help. And uh, in terms of the lore of Street Fighter Six, he is technically on the run. Oh. Okay, got uh, it. He's running away to keep his family safe. Yeah. Uh, and Santa so... would know that he didn't do it, right? Right. Oh, for sure. Santa knows everything. Yeah. yeah duh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Phoenix Wright. Phoenix Ryan, Wright. Go ahead. Phoenix Wright <laughs> is a lawyer um, who wears a blue suit and has very fancy hair. I think. Yeah. The problem with Phoenix Wright is I'm looking at these metrics that we've chosen of you yeah. know visual strength and endurance, and I don't know if. Phoenix Wright is the strongest or toughest on our list. Mm-hmm. Maybe the weakest mm-hmm. of all of the choices we've came up with. Physically, right. mentally, you know, incredibly, incredible mental endurance, ability to argue in court for hours and hours and hours and, and find all the good clues. I think um, could maybe do an okay job of leading the reindeer. I think has some social skills and is able to kind of communicate with the other reindeer and would maybe be able to follow orders from Santa. But it's just kind of a guy who's good at being a lawyer. And I don't know if that's enough to, um, you know, save Christmas by leading a sleigh. If Santa had a situation where, like, he was framed, I think Phoenix Wright is your person. But I think if the situation is Phoenix Wright, please put on this harness and pull my sleigh with all these reindeer i think that would be a challenge and i don't think he would be the most successful at it yeah if anything i think he'd be like objection yeah we should cancel christmas for a better opportunity (laughs) yeah yeah Um, yeah definitely yeah yeah. right right right. was santa wanted to potentially put an attorney in harm's way that could easily sue him for sure for Uh, sure for sure you're yeah, fully in That'd be very, very bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it would be an ideal situation. I think um, would definitely try to get out of it. And yeah, I think, like you said, would be looking out for OSHA violations constantly. Oh, uh, oh you know he what would I mean? Find every single or, OSHA or, or like, yeah. hey, how often are you stopping to feed these reindeer? Hey, how often are you stopping to feed oh. You know what I mean? I think would, would really be on Santa in a way that Santa yep. doesn't need that kind of heat um, yep. with what they're up to. He's like walking into the the workshop and seeing all the elves. Like, oh yeah, no bathroom, but it's very Amazon warehouse. Right, exactly. Uh, all up in there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Santa would probably be terrified to even ask Phoenix, right? I, I feel like it just kind of leads to our our answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Picture. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? You want to do the countdown? <laughs> yeah. Three, right. two, one. Ken from Ken. Street Fighter. Yeah, it has to be has Ken. To be Ken. Yeah, yeah. What a odd. I thought we'd get one. One character that could just naturally fly. No, all nope. six. 
No flyers. Of the earth. No flyers. So we have as our final round Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII, uh-huh. Handsome Jack from Borderlands 2, and Ken from the Street Fighter series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which of these individuals could step into San- to Rudolph's uh, hooved position and lead this sleigh to pass out gifts yep. and, and help Christmas happen? Now, Ryan, I think we're looking for, and tell me what you think here. Yeah. Right. When I, when I think about this working out, we're we're thinking about happiness. We're thinking about joy. We're thinking about delivering these gifts efficiently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does does the end result of it being true a true Christmas is that important to this decision? I think if it's it was slowly the sleigh, right? Yeah. If if it was a situation where they were all ruining Christmas, then I would say maybe it didn't matter. But I yeah. think with some of these choices, you don't necessarily have to go that route in order to save Christmas. Um, and I guess it also, you know, what does Christmas mean to you? What is the, you know, Christmas magic spirit? I think there's a lot of, you know, questions there about, you know, do you want to preserve that? Is that important? I think, like, the premise of the question was, who's the best Rudolph, right? right. Who is Rudolph's right. replacement? Right. And Rudolph's sure. role was to lead Santa's sleigh. And I think if you were, if we were to put somebody in power here who were to change this whole situation, I think they would then, you know, maybe not be as successful as Rudolph as somebody who just led the sleigh. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Like if, 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 right. if the question here was who saves Christmas, I think then, yeah, maybe there's, there's a different choice, but their goal is to lead the sleigh through a very bad snowstorm. Like the real, the really, yeah. like the worst one. So, Going through this list, right, we have Ken, who is very fire proficient, yep. can cl- clear out some snow. Uh-huh. Uh, his biggest flaw is is really traversing the world himself to get all the gifts to where they need to go, yeah. as Rudolph would have to do. Um, and arguably Cloud as well. Yep. Cloud would be really bound to the earth. Um, he would have some spells, some magic spells, but it'd be really hard for him to, to cross the, the globe easily. Yeah. Um, Handsome Jack arguably has the most capability with his robotic minions in hand. Mm -hmm. Um, Despite his evil intentions that would probably occur, you know, he would be able to traverse much easier, though he is a leader. He is maybe not the most, uh, the most kind leader. Yep. He would be to these reindeer. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So do you want, so should we, should we eliminate one, do you think? I mean, I think we, so, Yes, we should. I think there's a couple ways we can go about this. We either eliminate the two that are very similar and are filling very similar roles, <laughs> or we eliminate yeah. the one that is like maybe going to lead to a bad outcome. I but, think it's, I think it's just how well things go, yeah. right? Despite the positive, I think I think and that kind of I think sums up the winner. I almost feel like in a way, <laughs> like right, it's not about good or bad. It's who would be the best Rudolph, right? Of the capability of what they have. Mm-hmm in their arsenal of whatever yeah yeah which i feel like leads to just one answer what, what, what do you think i i don't know if it i i, I i'm still unsure i mean i think i think i have a favorite oh, okay. here um yeah but i don't know um i'd, I'd like to I, I think we should eliminate one okay and then it. that'll kind of i think clear it up yes so okay. what are your thoughts on on who we should eliminate i think we should eliminate ken mm, interesting 
Ken is going to be the hardest time traversing the globe. Yeah. Yes, he has so much fire. Yeah. But I feel like that can cause a lot of disaster yeah. if used inefficiently. Uh, he is probably the kindest of all three contestants. Yeah. Um, arguably more so than Cloud, though so many disagree with me. Uh, but I just don't think, despite his big, beefy, you know, the big, beefy boy that he is, Yeah. Uh, I don't think he has the endurance as a human to traverse the globe solely on his own with the help of the reindeer, of course. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it would, it would work. <clears throat> Interesting. Okay. What about you, Ryan? I, Cloud, I, to me, Whoa. I saw Cloud, or Ken, as like, maybe one of the front runners as like has the endurance and strength can't fly but you know will happily do it just for the love of the game um Mm. even though maybe won't be the most successful because he cannot fly but he is you you are right in that he's the only one here who can't inherently fly or doesn't have any he has no way to fly no ability to fly yeah i just had this thought and i think we need to talk about this Mm -hmm. to make this answer yep no the other reindeer are involved, right? We need yeah. the other reindeer. Yeah. So, okay. So that, uh, this, ch- this kind of changes things then because they're not on their own doing this, right? The other reindeer are, are really causing the flight to happen. They, right? they're able to help out. Yeah, 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 for sure. They're helping out. So everyone, so the, the flying capabilities are maybe off the table because the other reindeers are really pulling the weight of the flying. Sure. So, okay. So maybe that changes things a little bit then, yeah. right? Yeah. So then our, our protagonists here, our, our final three, our Ken, Handsome Jack, and Cloud, are all kind of dangling in the front. Yeah. Uh, leading the sleigh. Yeah. Uh, and so, or dangling in the front, or somehow on a platform, they're kind of leading the sleigh in some way, shape, or form. They're not doing the flying necessarily, but they are just leading the charge. Yeah. Of what they have. And I guess... Does that sound fair? That sounds very fair. I think that, that I mean, balances out the fact that none of them can fly. Uh, it, well, yes. I mean, they have some capabilities to fly, but it balances out that way. Right. I also think, like, um, are, like, Santa Claus rules here. Like, if, if somebody yes. were to take out Santa, do they then become <laughs> Santa? Right? Is that is that is that at play here? Because there's one person here who would maybe take out Santa. Um, would they then become Santa? I... I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. I don't okay. want to okay. this. I don't okay. think I want to what, what do totally you think? Fair. No, I think that's totally fair. I just think that changes the like success. If if Handsome Jack yeah. were to kill Santa, then become Santa, and then yeah. still complete the night, like maybe there's a world in which that's a win. But I, I guess again, they're, then they're not Rudolph, they're not Rudolph anymore. There's then not a Rudolph. Right. Right. Um, right. Okay. Okay. That, I think that clears I, up. I would like to rescind my cancellation of Ken. <laughs> I think that now with the parameters that other rangers are taking kind of the brunt of the flying. They're the flying's kind of off the table. Yeah. So the traversal around the globe isn't important. And actually, Ken's firepowers are very, very important in this regard. Yeah. Um, which now kind of leads me to, I would like to change my answer, if possible. Mm-hmm. I think because of the natural tyranny that Handsome Jack would cause, he would likely make traversing the world and, and giving presents out while not being the leader of the rally he'd be the leader of the reindeer but not really the leader of the charge i think that would get to him and he'd want to kind of ruin christmas yeah i think the handsome jack should be the one that we should eliminate okay personally i uh, that's that's who i was leaning towards i think eliminating i think that leads to the least successful uh thing and i also think something to keep in mind here um rudolph when he took over was it was a child so i think it's i think that's you know what i mean there's there there is some strength needed but certainly the the role rudolph played was like leading the sleigh but also like lighting the way and i think yeah. both cloud and ken have ways to do that while also leading the sleigh um, i agree so yeah i think i think we can eliminate handsome jack i think that would be 
uh, I would love to write that story where Handsome Jack becomes the um, saves Christmas. Saves Christmas, but yeah, I mean, I think that would be a very fun uh, Borderlands DLC that I would love to play. That'd be great. Um, I don't. I don't think. Oh. I don't think that's. I think that's what we're looking for. Okay. So now we're kind of between Ken and Cloud. Ken and Cloud. Yeah. And I had a thought, Ryan. I'm curious if you have, if you if you would agree with this. Yeah. Do you feel like the big Cloud isn't the, the beefiest boy, which is fine. Which is fine. Yeah. Rudolph. Well, Rudolph was great. a child. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to make that point. Keep, keep talking about how Rudolph was a child. I'm just saying. Child labor laws don't apply to, to reindeer. Uh, uh, do you, but Ken is a big beefy boy. He's yeah. very, very, extremely muscular, kind of too much so. Maybe. No, not too much. Sorry. Yeah. You know what I mean. I know what you mean. Do you feel like the weight of said muscles would cause a struggle there's an issue him up while he leads the sleigh yeah there's definitely fire powers yeah there's definitely an issue there in the amount of weight that can i mean does cloud have his big sword also because that also adds a lot of weight that's a very heavy thing Uh, but i also think something to keep in mind is i think you you pointed out very well i think ken might see this as just a great workout and is that also then going to get in the way right we're stopping again. We just stopped. I'm I'm not even, you know what I mean? I'm not, I haven't even started, yeah. you know, burning yet. And now we're stopping again. Is that going to be an yeah. issue? Um, right. Whereas Cloud saved the world. He knows the, the importance of a duty. Yeah, exactly. To, to do the right thing. Yeah, yeah. And and maybe putting Ooh. up with things that are bad just because, you know, you have to. It's part, it serves something greater. Where again, I don't know yes. Ken's story as well as you might, but I don't know if Ken has been in that situation. That's the fight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a great dad. But what if he's a little biased towards his son? He gives him son, his son extra gifts. He could. It's possible. Yeah, it's true. It's possible. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think I think there's something to keep in mind. Definitely. I I guess I guess we had just like I so it sounds like they're both kind of equally heavy because like if Cloud has his sword, which he probably would, mm-hmm. um, and and Ken doesn't, they're probably roughly very heavy to, you know, yeah. comparatively. So yeah, I guess it really just depend on who is the better leader. Right. Who would take it more seriously? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's true. Um, yeah. yeah, that's a great point. Because I think, yeah, from a strength and um, endurance standpoint, they probably both would be fairly successful. But yeah, yeah. that who is the better leader? That's the question. Um, yeah. And Cloud has led before, right? Cloud has led a group of lot, people. Yeah. Does, does, has Ken had a situation a where he's like led a group of people or anything no. like that? He's He's much more individual, much more like I'm out for me. Um, yeah, and, and yeah, he has a he's a family man, but that's about it, though. Right, you know, like he's not leading a group of people. Right, like he's he's kind of doing his own. So, thing, like, if is leading a group of like nine people, if two reindeer got in a fight, would he have the tools to help like talk them down and work through that? Versus, would Cloud have those tools? I think Cloud would also struggle, but I think he would likely have a better tool set to handle that mm-hmm. compared to Ken. Yeah, Ken would be like, knock it off back there. You know what I mean? Kind yeah. of like mentality. I feel like right, 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 right. Yeah. Which I feel like I'm just gonna go on a limb here, Ryan. I'm kind of leaning more towards Cloud. I am too. The natural leader. I am too. He has the firepower. The only, yeah. I mean, I think the only weakness here is like these last two pieces: the reluctance mm. to maybe follow orders, and then mm-hmm. like if he sees something that is more, you know, true to what he wants to be doing, will he, you know, discard his duty to go for that thing? Um, yeah. And it may never happen, right? Sephiroth might not, you know, right. he may not show up on that Christmas Eve. He might be somewhere else. He may not. But yeah. he could. Um, is there a similar person who would cause Ken to disregard his duty? 
do you think? I'm pretty much anyone who could fight if you wanted to fight someone. Right. If somebody challenged <laughs> him to a fight somewhere, got it. Got he it. probably would want to stop the slam. Like, let me get, like, let me just, yeah, fight him really fast. We'll get back on to this. Right. So equally, could be they both could be. I think equally, equally distracted. Okay. okay. Distracting. I mean, I think if that's the case, then I think I think one of these folks is a leader, and one of the folks yeah. isn't. And I think that that right yep. there is is all we need. I think so too. Yeah. Okay. All right. All so right. then, ready? Ready. Three, two one cloud cloud yeah yeah it's cloud it, it has, has to be, be. cloud yeah. cloud so our winner of best rudolph is cloud strife from final fantasy 7 let us know storygoers if you agree with our pick why should it have been ken why should it have been handsome jack why not phoenix Wright? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let us know what you think in the comments below if you're on spotify scroll down or of course send us your thoughts feelings and perspectives to tales from the cartridge at gmail.com all of the e's are threes uh, you can also find us on our social media, as well as sending us a call or I mean, a voicemail or a text at our toll-free number of 207-494-4334, and we'll read all those in a future episode. If you want to donate to our Patreon, awesome. That'd be super kind of you. Um, and rating us on whatever platform you're, you're listening to would be super, super cool as well. But regardless, uh, we will try our best to release some stuff before the end of the year mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes yeah i mean that happened because it's hard this time of year traveling is um, traveling and 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 things yeah makes it hard yeah mm-hmm. we'll do our best we but will. uh if not we'll get back on it in january mm-hmm. so um but if we don't talk to you sooner storygoers thank you again for another great year in 2023 for tales uh we hope you have a great holiday season as well as a happy new year and we will see you in the next episode bye bye, bye.